I am unashamed. What about you? So this past weekend, I did my second event of the year. I got them stacked. I got like seven or eight in a row. Because this, well, this next weekend, I'm speaking at our home church, WFR. That's right. Which of all the speeches I gave last week, that was my worst because it reminded me of the verse, kind of where we're at. A prophet has no honor in his hometown. <laughs> I mean, it was just cricket. I tell, you know, I have a few jokes that if people don't laugh, I don't tell those anymore. So I figure out what's funny, you know. I tell them at my home church. It's just <laughs> who is the crickets. Old, the old uh, the old comedian, this tough crowd. Remember Bug oh, Rodney, oh, yeah, Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. What's well, tough crowd? Uh, yeah. he, he, I feel that way. I mean, I don't know. So I've because I, I I noticed yesterday. I'm not accepted in other places <laughs> than my hometown. Yeah, mine reaches out there a little further. <laughs> <laughs> my name is not in high esteem in some areas of, i did get, a, so I did get a, a wonderful letter today from oh. silicon valley why do you read this to phil because miss k hands me a letter from time to time said oh, you ought to read this is. but silicon valley but they were very nice they said hey keep it up your podcast really? i love it all of y'all yeah no, i don't read this stuff. so there are a few voices crying in the wilderness it's like you when your phone rings you always answer which you don't if you had a cell phone look you could see no i don't not, always answer <laughs> wrong. every time i'm down there y'all go and i'm like who but he's is got it? like a list of like yeah, numbers but, he'll take but i've seen him do it they won't say who it is and yeah. like, i'm like why are you answering that yeah. if you don't if i don't know who I you are because they may no. say i'd like to come down and i'm ready for you to baptize me well, that's, that's why true. i answer it well yeah. that's true but that's more like one in a million well i mean what i guarantee <laughs> so you most of them great so you're telling me there's million. a chance <laughs> i'm just saying most of the times it's have you bought any tupperware lately or you know i'm just okay so i'm in I was actually in Athens, Texas, which is right outside of Malakoff. And, you know, I don't, I do so many events and my old team, they put them together. I mean, I approve them. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. But, you know, I forget. So I didn't even, like, on the way there, because I drove, because it wasn't that far. It was like four hours, three and a half, four hours. So I'm like, I called my assistant. She was meeting me there. I was like, now what are we doing here? She's like, you know, it's a she she just rattled off what this was. It's I heard educational something, something, something fundraiser. I was like, okay. So I thought in my mind, oh, it's a Christian school. You know, okay. Well I get there, wrong. It's actually a public school for this town called Malakoff. Hmm. I almost got seemed, a ticket one time in Malakoff, but he let me off. Really? Yeah. So Ask I me probably I, met every security, every badge person. Yeah. Because, you know, and when we do these events, they, you know, you have a, uh, what do you call them, like a writer or whatever yeah. is what you call it. And right. they go through a process. So when I get there, everybody knows what's expected. So that you got security. and Well, they had everybody with a badge and a gun was like following <laughs> me around. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm pretty safe here. In, <laughs> in Malika. <laughs> yeah, Malika. You it's never it. know. Well, you never know, Phil. But trust me, you'd have felt good about it. So uh, here's the deal. So I'm I'm looking, you know, I try to get to know the community because I did a little VIP meet and greet. But I knew it really wasn't necessarily a church crowd because about the third woman I took a picture with, 
she like patted my fanny. You had a little butt pat? Yeah, a little butt pat and squeeze. And Always I thought, a bad sign. Yeah, I thought, ooh, <laughs> what's going on? You know, my assistant, she's looking around security, and I'm like, it's fine. I think the woman had had a few, you know, a few too many, and it was early. So I thought, well, now what is this again? Because I was trying to figure out what it was. Well, it's a, it was a dinner, you know, for to raise money for this their educational program. And so I started investigating. When I go back to the green room, I'm, I'm investigating this town. Yeah. So I Googled the name, and it said named after a Russian fort. I thought, that's weird. Yeah, in Texas, that's right. Well, yeah. So, well, when I read that out loud, the the cop, he said, I've never heard of that. I was like, well, you live here. What do you mean you've never heard of it? So then my assistant, no, she's on the case now. So our, our friends uh, it keeps uh, keep reminding us that, you know, it really sucks to lose your hair, which happens to a lot of guys. So you kind of have a nose now. The style is if you start losing your hair, people just – it's just a cue ball, you know. You just take it, take it all off. It's like you're getting out ahead of it, I guess. You don't know how many bald men there are, like, oh, like yeah. on purpose. They I share think, it out. Look here, oh, Se- no. seventy four in two months. Yeah, seventy four in two months. Yeah. So you're keeping yours. Give me that keeps. Thin. Give me that keeps. <laughs> you're doing well. It's a little thinner than it used Is to it? be. Yeah, yeah but you're seventy four. It's still most of it's still there. Well, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of genetics. Hormone deficiency is the biggest problem. Is why people lose it. I'm so I'm not sure the tag. If you want to look like Phil, take this product. <laughs> may that may not be what they're looking for. But I I, I feel the principle you're trying to make. <laughs> That's it's exactly right. So we we want to help people keep their hair if they can. Uh, basically, go to their website, uh, which is keeps.com slash door d o o r keeps.com slash door. They're going to guide you through the process. There's a medical, uh, you know, consult that you have, and so you get fifty percent off, half off, uh, if you use this uh, keeps.com/door uh, because you saw it on our podcast. So, if you want to try to get to keep your hair, I don't know about regrowing, but keeping, you want to look like, well, maybe look like Phil. I'm not into hairdos, but <laughs> I, I can see a, a positive side of something that you take whatever put on that would give you save your hair it's not bad we all want to do it a lot of people get self-conscious about those things oh yeah so she's like do you know what malakoff means and we're like what she said it's a process by where they make cheese it's it's (laughs) so i'm like oh y'all make cheese you're famous for cheese he said no i'm like i find it pretty close to molotov things that explode so i don't know exploding cheese so look so she said well you know what they're most famous for they used to be coal miners there and they have all these mines and all well they found in one of the mines they found these three stone faces that they assumed that were made like at the beginning of time and they had pictures of them you can google it and see it it was quite fascinating and scary it's three yeah, two, I guess, Caucasian, one African, and there's these stone faces that were chiseled by hand they found under the ground. So then that spawned this concept of witchcraft and all under the under the grounds here in 
the city we're in. In fact, they said the building you're in. Why we's at the country club? Is this East Texas or yeah, it's East, East Texas. Texas. Yeah, they said this building. They said they found a brick door, underground door, you know, under the building. And I was like, well, what was in there? They're like, well, the town got had a meeting and decided not to go in it and look. It's like that's the craziest thing. <laughs> <laughs> so i come out there gonna give my speech you know and uh i'm like telling them, i was like boy i googled i just use this in my yeah, this your opening yeah i would do the look same thing. it's just cricket every t- they're like well the, the one thing i read about that the most famous thing that happened in molokov is that they had this bar called the coal miners and it was so raucous they had to close it down and so i was like so after I went through the cheese, the Russian fort, the stone face, the witchcraft, I got nothing. They're just looking at me. I when, thought, you, when you got to the bar. When I got to the bar, they all roared, laugh, yeah. you know, and I thought. Well, there you go. Okay, here we This gets back down to the basic temptations of man. You know what I mean? All this stuff I was so curious about. But here's what stood out. You know, when I got up, they, they played like a uh, sharp-dressed man. You know, we're still we're going back. It's like it was a going back ten years like retro. It. They're still doing the Duck Dynasty. You know, ZZ Top, sharp dressed man. And I thought, I don't think these people have any idea what I'm fixing to share. <laughs> I'm sure they, you, do. you know, because <laughs> the last thing you would expect me to, uh, you know, I mean, to get somebody like me for an educational public education. Because now in our culture, now they've separated that from God. That's part sure. of, and I thought, Big time. these people are fixed to get in trouble if they combine <laughs> what I say to the public education system. It's called freedom of speech, Chase. Yeah, because so I, I said, look, here's where I stand on public education. I said, I stand right there with Noah Webster. <laughs> education without the Bible is useless. Great quote. He yeah. was right. I thought everybody would cheer nothing nothing oh so boy I thought, well, here we go here we go i okay. said in that here, one didn't work <laughs> i said and here's why i said if jesus who is the point of this bible if he is god in the flesh which i believe and he visited our planet he lived a perfect life you know i'll go through the gospel he died on a cross so that we could be forgiven and then he came back from the dead if that's true and you don't embrace that, that's just dumb. <laughs> Which took me back to my education. Exactly. If there's a way to get off the planet, so, you could be the most educated so person. So was there a roar after that or were they clapped? Well, they started warming up. There was a few, you know, claps. And, and, but it was one of those deals where since it was a community event, when I held up the Bible, of course, you know, there's people drinking, they have beer in their hand, you know. But it's like when you bring the Bible up, not that there's anything wrong with drinking a beer, but they're like, what should I do with this beer? He has a bite. It, it's that bewildering <laughs> confusion. It's like the time, Dad, that remember when you shut down one of our our sponsors from years Ooh. ago, they had the rap party going, the band is juking. And <laughs> they invited me to speak, and I walked out there, and the rap band is on my left, and they are gyrating, and I look back in the back, and the whiskey's flowing, and I thought to myself, you know, I am who I am, and I'm going to share the good news with them, irregardless. So to to Miss K's exact statement 
after I did that speech, she said, Phil, I've seen a lot of parties shut down. I have never seen a party shut down as rapidly as that one did. You know I told the guys though. later, I said, guys, you asked me to speak. I said, because what was weird about that one was I'm in that, a casino. Right. It's in a casino. They were paying dad and mom money, like yeah, well, their sponsors. Yeah. So they were having it for their big thing. But normally it's just a big drunk fest. Actually, they were very, very good to us. And they, they, yeah, they, they were great. a lot of well, them. Well, I mean, like great. this. Look, when I took the sharp dress. Well, what can I say? I used to get drunk all the time. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's getting drunk here. I'm up to speak. I'm a repentant man. From my immoral, drunken ways, and in you the pretty pack. much have one angle when you get in front of crowds. So you know it's not gonna be a look, It's like when I look. I filled in for you over here in uh, Western Louisiana. This years ago, you you were got sick or something, and I went to a DU banquet, and I got there, and I mean it was one of those. They had the strippers. You know, you pay. People are bidding on taking articles of clothing off everybody's hammered i'm like oh, yeah. oh boy this speech is gonna be something even when i got up there it wouldn't even quieten down it was just so i just held my bible up i, I went just spiritual warfare 101 <laughs> and i could tell people were looking like what's that what's, what's <laughs> i held my duck calls and my bible and then after a bit i held i put the duck calls down because i thought no this is making me angry that they won't be quiet. I told the guys later at that casino episode, <clears throat> I just said, listen, you could have gotten somebody else. Yeah. I said, well, but when you call me in, what's funny, Dad, is the next year, the next year, Cy, they, they, they didn't call you back because Cy, they signed Cy on as well. Yeah. So the next year, Cy and I went up there. But we don't have quite the power stroke you got because we couldn't shut the party. Like we were trying to talk, and the front half was listening, but the back never stopped. It yeah. was just a well. Low this place roar. I was at this past, there was nothing so like that. Overall, I don't think anybody. Well, I mean, I want to say this: there was nobody doing that. Yeah. I just, I just don't think they thought I was going to tell a few jokes. I mean, most people. Yeah. Now I'm sure the people who got me there, oh, they knew, because I got into the public school system. I was like, look, when you when you took God out. You took those principles out. And I quoted 1 Corinthians 13. I've done that before on the podcast. I'm like, no wonder there's, you know, people shooting up the school. And because when you take out love is kind, it's patient, it's not easily angered, it's not rude. You know, when you take all that out, well, what are we left with? The free for all. Just what you try have. to figure what it you out. Have. That's you know? right. So, you know, a lot of people now, Second Amendment, we're seeing a lot about, you know, people are buying a lot of guns, a lot of ammo, um, you know, because this is a big raging battle back and forth. A lot of people, obviously, if you're going to have a firearm, have a, a pistol or a rifle, but you need to know how to shoot it. <laughs> you know, you need to be able to know what you're doing. So you need to be thoroughly trained. Exactly. So it's hard to get to a shooting range. I mean, we never went to shooting ranges, but we live out in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, my I mean, whole world was a shooting range. <laughs> Nobody know. But now, and even in when you're in, you know, civilization. Now, what are you going to do? What about these people in these big cities? Or It's hard, yeah. So so it's not a lot of places to go. So we, the company uh, called iTarget, iTarget uh, has come up with a really cool thing uh, where basically you can take your pistol and there's instead of having a bullet in it, it's a laser-guided you know, it's deal. It's virtual. It's virtual. It's yeah. a virtual and bullet. And you've done this, which is what's weird. You're the lowest tech person I know, and you've actually <laughs> and you done did this. it, right? Because yep. you can. It's an app on your phone. How did you score, by the way? 
very well. <laughs> I usually hit what I'm shooting at. Okay. Now that I've got these eyes worked on, man, the, can't stop me now. So basically, this helps develop your muscle memory, reaction speeds, you know, sight alignment, all of it. So it, it comes uh, in all the major calibers, including 223, 556, everything. So if you go and check these guys out, iTargetPro, I, the letter I, targetpro.com, the offer code you use is Phil. You get 10% off and you get free shipping uh, to be able to do that. So You can learn how to shoot in the hallway of your home. That's right. I mean, that's the best. It's safe and, oh, yet, that's right. it, and yet it works. So check it out, itargetpro.com, offer code Phil. And plus, the, you know, so you gotta, overall, get to the point, Jace. How did the audience <laughs> speed this you, thing up? Did you do any good or you did more harm yeah, than I good? I think it went good. I think it went good. I took the sharp dress man bit and went in that Galatians 3 27. Uh, for all, all of you are sons of God through faith. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have put on Christ. You know, I'm like, because here they are, they were all overdressed i made a comment about i'm in my camo you know and they're playing sharp dressed man but i'm like the reason i'm dressed sharp is because i put on jesus you know i no longer live i've been crucified with christ you know yeah. I, I quoted galatians too right so i introduced jesus the crowd warmed up it just took a bit and then when we got to the end uh I, you know, I was like, if y'all got a better idea, lay it on me. But that's what I'm going with. I think it'll help our school system. These principles. You don't have to, you know, go make a sign and, you know, and stand in front of the school. Just take the principles that are found in this Bible and teach it to the kids. They'll be way better off. And so I did that. Well, look, I said, and and for those that, that want to get with me and, and follow Jesus, I'll see you in heaven. That's how I ended. Well, about five or six people in the middle, I, they stood up, started clapping. I thought, okay, they're in. Well, then a few more, you know. And it was like a three-minute, you know, a standing few people. Old. And then a few of them looked around and said, I guess we're standing up here. you know. But I thought it was pretty good, you know. Well, there was a guy yesterday that <coughs> drove to West Monroe, or Monroe and West Monroe, uh, from Virginia, to get baptized so he came to wfr the first service and uh one of our guys told me he was there but i never got to meet him so he sent me an email this morning like early this morning he was back heading back to virginia he was from virginia so he said i, I you know he, he loved our service and he was telling about that and he said I, I drove over to where your dad is at somebody told him where you were for you to baptize him which i guess you did yesterday I did. so he's he said that he watches the podcast so i'm sure he's gonna see this um he said, yeah, I told your dad I was from Virginia, but he called me Alabama. And we well, called me Alabama, and I said, well, Mr. Phil, I'm from Virginia. And he said, dad said, yeah, I like Alabama better. So it was funny because he thought that was really funny because we talked about how you nickname people. So at the end of it, when he signed his name on his email, he had Alabama Okay. And he's not from Alabama? No, he's from Virginia. See, Phil, this is where the problem is. <laughs> but I told the audience, I said, look, I got up there and all the brothers stayed. They wanted to see the baptism. I said, look, I've been saying this guy is from Alabama. 
during my lesson I gave you, I said, but actually he's from Virginia. I said, but what's the diff? He's from America. <laughs> well, so, and now yeah. he calls himself Alabama. What That's they what just, tickled me. Is to, he just decided, I'll go. feels right. I'll go with Alabama. I'm not met him, sure but, uh, why you just won't call people with their name, their God-given name. Is. Just go ahead and do it. Because there's 10,000 different people coming at me all the time with different names. I say, you remember me? And I'm like, hey. Well, there's 50 states. There's still a lot to remember. But, but he yeah. doesn't have to remember. He just makes up a state. Yeah, I mean, that's state on them i can remember alabama virginia Georgia. doesn't matter where that's no, you right you can't remember you just got alabama and virginia have nothing yeah, i blew in that one i did <laughs> well the good news dad he, he has no offense towards you he left hey. here happy that he came so which is awesome so anyway he, i told him i said you he are, drove 1100 miles yeah he told me by he the way i drove 1100 miles to get here <laughs> i said I said, trust me when I tell you what you're fixing to do, it's well worth it. That's right. That's what I, I told him. That's I said, the one drone call that you're you're hoping for. Cause that's right. That, that, it's like me when people, you know, you see these people stand in line. I'm like, I would stand in line for no one except Jesus. Yeah. You know, there's some things in life that it's time to just stop everything and go in a different direction. I did it one time. I stood in line to get a picture. I went to a Christmas party at the governor's mansion. And I stood in line an hour to get a picture with Bobby and Jindal and his wife. And I said to myself, I will never, I mean, I love Bobby. But I'm saying I will never stand in line no, again I, to take a picture of stupid. It. I, don't get I it. mean, but I, I do events and people stand in line. I feel so bad. On this know? guy's behalf, I knew he was in the audience. I knew he had been to where you are. I yep. knew he had wanted to participate in the new birth. Uh, and just so I will know, here's the Apostle Paul. He's speaking to King Agrippa. Now, we're talking a powerful man. And here's the Apostle Paul. Watch this. I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven. He means when he was struck down on the road by Jesus himself. Where he at? said, look, I wasn't, I'm in Acts 26. Okay. Watch. First of those in Damascus, he's telling King, one of the kings of Rome, he's telling him that. First to those in Damascus, then to those in Jerusalem and all Judea, to the Gentiles, I preach they should repent, turn to God, and prove their repentance by their deeds. That's why the Jews seized me in the temple courts and tried to kill me. But I've had God's help to this very day, and so I stand here and testify to small and great alike. He said, I know I'm talking to the king. I need to be, I need to be aware of this. Now, there's Apostle Paul with chains on both arms, and he's talking to a king. I'm saying nothing there, king, beyond what the prophets and Moses said would happen, that Christ would suffer, uh, and as the first to rise from the dead would proclaim light to his own people, to the Gentiles, so he makes sure he gets the gospel out. Now, I want you all to watch something. And I did this for yesterday. Uh, my, this was the, the sum total of my notes. This was my That's lesson. Not much. This was my lesson yesterday. Yeah, that's how big. One, two, three, three lines. So watch. How long did you talk? Oh, 25 minutes. But I said, <laughs> here's the Apostle Paul in defense, like Jay's going to Texas or me going over here yep. or me going over there. Right. He's standing before the king. Right. Well, the king on right on his right hand side was the governor of Judea. So you got the king of Rome and then you've got. You've got uh, just under the emperor, and you've got Festus, who's a governor, sitting there listening to the Apostle Paul talking about people dying and being raised from the dead. Think about it. Mm -hmm. And they're sitting up there looking at him like, what? Now, what's their reaction? 
and then fast forward it 2,000 years later, which is now. What's their reaction when they heard that Jesus died and was raised from the dead? At, that's, at this point, Festus interrupted Paul's defense because he's defending himself on why he's there in chains. Right. Watch. <clears throat> You're out of your mind, Paul. <laughs> this is the governor talking. You're out of your mind. You're crazy. You're crazy. Watch. <laughs> he shouted. He shouted at him. Your great learning is driving you insane. <laughs> Hey, so, that's the education point I was there making right, right there. That's right. So I'm just simply making a point. 2,000 years ago, when these guys took off with the same exact message we are proclaiming, yep. they'll say, you're, you're out of your mind. Your great learning is driving you insane. Now, watch Paul's defense. I'm not insane. Most excellent Festivus. He's just as nice as he can be. Yeah. Now, Festus is hollering at him, you nut. (laughs) Now, watch. I'm not insane. Paul replied, what I'm saying is true and reasonable. He's talking about the the, the resurrection of men from the ground. The, The king's familiar with all these things. Now, the apostle Paul is getting to him a little bit because he's saying, it's not as if y'all don't know about Jesus. Right. You've heard about him. Yeah. You you guys are saying, oh, real crazy. He said, Hey, watch. The king's familiar with all these things, and I can speak freely to him. I'm just a man. I'm telling you, you know who Jesus is. Let's, let's, let's get real here. Now watch. I'm convinced that none of this has escaped his notice because it was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you do. Now watch. Agrippa said to Paul, do you think that in such a short time, going back to Jason's speech in Texas, do you think in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? <laughs> you trying to convert me, dude? And his governor's already told him he's a nut. Now Agrippa's saying, you think you fix to convert us? Is that what you're trying to do? Of course, that's exactly what he's trying to do. Sure. Watch. Paul replied, hey, you know, it didn't take long to get, to, to get the gospel to you, but short time or long, uh, I pray, God, that not only you, but all who are listening to me today may become what I am, except for these chains. Hmm. He's chained talking to them, preaching <laughs> yeah. the gospel. Yeah. Now, in America, I don't want to get rude here, <laughs> but in America— Jace, you went to Texas and you preached the gospel, they not knowing what you were fixing to do. And when I roam here, there, and yonder, even this podcast, you reckon we're going to be able to escape the naysayers who say we're nuts? They're hollering about people being raised from the dead. Come on. I mean, in this modern world, I mean, so why should we be surprised 2,000 years later with the same message? that they'll claim we're insane out of it. They've got it all together. Our culture is imploding, yep. and they're hotter than us because we're saying, why don't we try faith in Jesus, loving God and loving each other? Why don't we try that and maybe give it a whirl and see what happens? <laughs> What's the downside to it? I mean, give me a <laughs> break. They think it's absurd that we're putting our faith in a being that came back from the dead. And to me, 
that's more believable than putting my faith in we're just on this ball floating through space that magically appeared. Nothing exploded. And, yeah. We got it here. I mean, it just, and all of a sudden we have all this life on this planet and, you know, billions of years and yeah. I always go back to that chicken. I could tell people, you know, I said that in my, in my speech this past weekend. I'm like, cause these are teachers, some of them. I'm like, you're teaching this theory of evolution and that's what you're giving your students in the public education system as how we got here millions of years and i was like well what do you how do you answer the kids question on you're telling me in millions of years and all this the strongest will survive and we look up one day and you're staring at a chicken he made it yeah watch how, how is that possible the message of the cross which was my lesson you say you gave him that axe text and then you went from there Here's the Apostle Paul. The message of the cross, which is what we're standing on, is foolishness to those who are perishing. Well, there's Agrippa and there's Festus. Well, fast forward 2,000 years. you got all these people on the right and the left, but most of them are on the left. You say, <laughs> they're saying, put your faith in Karl Marx. There is no God. Yeah. Or who? Communism is the way to go. Or who? So you go. You know, watch this. But foolishness. They're uh, all lumped into one basket. If you can't come back from the dead, I'm not. You're out. I'm not putting my faith and trust in it. If you're going to die and stay dead, well, I don't. I'm I'm not. I'm factoring that in your belief system. I mean, that's what. That's the difference maker. That's why Paul. I mean, that's why we had that conversation. Sure, but I love what Dad is saying in the sense that that he said that in a in a basically a public, you know, he he was on trial. It wasn't official trial, but they're trying to figure out whether what are we going to do with this guy. And so that's probably what was so unusual is his audience that he was telling yeah. us to. And so that's kind of to to your point. But Dad, it started with your generation. We're talking about forty years now, where the prevailing thought was. The only thing, the only place you can talk about things like this is in a church building somewhere. That's right. We, we so they they've done a masterful job. Eve one has stay out of the public. Stay out of the public. Oh, that's you know? what it's all it's, about. So now. we're that's bucking our, the trend. That's in this. our culture, that's I believe is the number one problem. That's why I said even at our church, it's crickets. People just want to keep things there. But I'm always talking about going out. It's all out in the world. I'm like, let's go out. But people are looking at me like, what are you crazy? So when we were kind of starting our business, Duck Commander, we never really thought about HR, which you probably don't even know what that stands for, do you, Dad? HR? Home run. (laughs) Nope. I have no idea. It it does stand for home run. Human resources. Mm -hmm. So now in the modern world of companies, even small business, you have to have human resources because people sue each other so much, sexual harassment. So if you don't have somebody like managing that part of employees, it becomes a disaster. Now it's funny, I, I don't well, remember it being that big flawed. of a problem forty years ago, right? You know, so that's a mess. Ungodliness breeds that exactly. Yeah. So look, you got to have some way to do that. Things have changed. So there's there's a company and they're called Bambi B A M B E E, and basically. Bam. Bam B, Bam B A M B E, and what they do is they basically are your HR, so you don't have to hire a guy. Or if it's a small business, you can't afford it. Is the problem because most big companies have one or whole departments of human resource. So these guys come in, uh, they do it for you. You get a free audit. 
when you check them out. So um, if, if you need human resources help, go to Bambi.com slash Robertson. I think it's Bam B. Okay. Bambi.com yeah. slash Robertson. Uh, you get your free audit. Uh, if they can help you, then you can uh, sign up with these well, guys. Yeah, they're so. going to clean up your your mess. They are. With humans. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Robertson. Check them out. That's Our right. current president, when I met with him while he was running for office, I said to him the exact wordage that he said to Agrippa. Yep. Now, I didn't know whether... Donald J. Trump was going to end up being the president, right. but I didn't care whether he was the president or whatever, the king or some guy just running for office and he gets beaten. I didn't care. Right. I just said he's a human being. So I told him the exact wordage on what the Apostle Paul said about Christ coming down and you took dying the, for his You sins. took the fact that he listened as a positive. And, sure. And I, I take the fact of what we've seen for the last three and a half years as, as it must have impacted. I mean, unlike king somebody's Agrippa, impacted. Unlike King Agrippa, uh, the the Donald J. Trump did not say to me, Phil, you're out of your mind. You're insane, man. He didn't say that. He said, hmm. He just went, hmm. Yeah. I said, you have sinned, right? He said, oh, yeah. I said, you are going to, to a grave, a hole in the ground, right. right? He said, no doubt about it. I said, well, Jesus solved both those problems, died for your sins and raised you from the dead. And when he, and the good news was, unlike King Agrippa, the president, future president of the U.S. at the time he was running for office, he said, "Can I have that?" Because I had jotted it down, a piece mm-hmm. of paper. I handed it to yeah, him. I remember. And he told me later, he said, "I still have that." Yeah. Deal. So, so you know it's impact. Well, and look, whether whatever's happening in the man's heart, we don't know. But his what, stock went way. Up I know in my this. Mind. I know this. And I mean, my political awareness started with Reagan. I was the first president I ever voted for when I was eighteen. And no president, including President Reagan, who I love, has done more for what we care about. You are correct. Than Donald J. Trump. You are correct. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's done. No matter what for, you think about the man, he's done more for religion in general than any president. Well, right. when you read, in it, it reminds me of Acts four thirteen. You know, when they saw, they said Peter and John, who were they were unschooled, ordinary men, because they had made that statement: salvation is found in no one. Other than Jesus. I think that's a nice way of saying, Jace, a bunch of redneck types. Unschooled, <laughs> ordinary, you're like, what's he trying to say? That's that's like it goes us. with what you were reading all about. God, they weren't the intelligentsia. God chose the foolish things you know, of the world to shame the wise. But it's the same approach I made in our culture. If you're educated, and the more letters you have behind your name, the more we like, oh, guy you know he's he is smart well it seems like the smarter you are the more difficulty it is to find a relationship with jesus because you start thinking you're somebody same with money more money you have why you need jesus you're like well look i have everything where's the wise man where's the scholar this is first corinthians one where's the philosopher of this age has not god made foolish the wisdom of the world what I mean. So when we take that back to John 1, when Jesus was calling his disciples, I mean, he ran upon a bank, which makes sense, and starts calling basically uneducated, unschooled guys to follow him because he knew, and we all know now, you have Jesus and you have the Holy Spirit of God, 
you're the smartest person on the planet. No matter how much meaningless facts you know or how much education you have. You, a poor you, homeless man who has Jesus, he's far greater than all of the intelligentsia put together. I, I can't well, amicia under the whole bunch. I mean, go to the resurrection. The smart ones will be headed north. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I made a point yesterday. I preached yesterday at our church, and I made a point that, you know, the guy who preached last Sunday and then mine today, or it was yesterday, the points were simple. I mean, they were pretty easy to grasp. By the way, they really th- said your lesson was a, I, I a, thought, was a great lesson. I thought, it, I thought it turned out good. The ones who came Jay's over knows to me, more about they said, me. can you speak like your son, Al? I said, I'll give her a whirl. <laughs> well, you know, that's asking a lot, Dad. But anyway, uh, is the point was, is just because something is simple doesn't make it easy. And see, this is where a lot of smart people miss it. Or makes it untrue. That's right. So, because I'm like, look, what I'm talking about is very difficult to do, to have life change, to to, to let stuff go. I mean, these are hard things to do, yep. but they're very simple in terms of the, you know, the gospel's simple. I mean, but sure. it's made simple because that's where people are. But well, smart like people me, get I'm it not, too. Look, I'm, I'm, Phil always said he's average intelligence. Oh, I'm below average intelligence. You know, I struggled in school my whole life. But when I formed a relationship with Jesus, all of a sudden I found myself speaking to people as one who had authority. You know, even like I'm, I'm talking to all the leaders of that community about the public education system and what we need to be doing. You're like, and they gave me a standing ovation. Well, I could be an idiot and say, oh, well, that's, well, I'm smart. I figured out a lot. Or I could be honest and say, <laughs> I'm not very smart, but I know these principles will work they in will work. any society. If you, This is the way out. Right. There's no doubt about that. Plus, I said, what's the number one problem around here? Well, I knew what the answer was going to be. Drugs. I mean, I'm like, I know what can help get people off drugs. This is and, the number one problem in most of our culture. Same principle, yeah. you know, their kids in Opioids, school. And, yeah. So guess what? All of a sudden, we're, we're on the spiritual matters. Well, I know we, before yeah, you we teased close, last week, so I we want to introduce this when, when Jesus was calling his first disciples in John 1, and I I would love to know what people came up with, but I don't, I haven't been looking at social media in a few weeks, so I don't know what they came up I with. I haven't about been looking Nathaniel. at it forever. <laughs> Did y'all come up with something about uh, Nathaniel, the interesting thing? I, I didn't. I mean... You never gave it another. You didn't even take the challenge. I, I did. Well, you were. T- I thought you were telling the audience. I didn't no, know I was you were talking, talking to, to me. y'all. Y'all uh, didn't come up with like this secret thing that I said. I don't know how I played that up. How did I play it up? Uh, see, it's it was so non-memorable. I don't remember what you said. Yeah. All right, here's here's. Why don't you just tell us? I said that? it's the deep water. So let's just read it. Look at John one. <laughs> Says the less than I intelligent man. Stay in the shallows. But I'm so this going, is coming from a what? For his acumen, this is a, this a is seep, deep. Seep. Yeah, this is a. You're in the middle. Plus. You're in the middle. See, see, this is. No, I'm going a. I'm going to excellent. Okay, you got to be into, smart to okay. understand what I'm fixing. I just to share want to clarify you. that we just weeded out half the audience. He's a C plus man speaking. <laughs> he's as going. An a in, plus he's going man. in the you're a, a C race. plus. I'm more of a D plus. Yeah. But I'm going to the A region. Yeah. Actually, mine was about a 2.25. <laughs> That's okay. what they actually said. But you had to have a 2.2 to get into graduate school. So mm-hmm. I, I was 2.25. I barely made the cut. 
I'm yeah. on the lower end. Of I was the, like that. Of I, the acumen. Well, I don't uh, want to brag, matter. but I was three point six. So I'm just, just throwing that out there. I didn't do the numbers so because know. I went in there and met with the counselor and said, "Am I passing?" And she went barely. I said, <laughs> "Let me Yee! know. Look, let me know when that changes." Yeah. And we never had we'll another show her why with your dissertation. <laughs> yeah, give us an A plus. So man. this is forty three of John one. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. And already called some disciples earlier, you know, Peter and anyway, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, Andrew. All right. Philip, like Andrew, 44, you know, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathaniel and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, a son of Joseph. I love this, which goes to my hometown. We found the Boston. ones. For centuries, Everybody's this is Jesus, king. Jesus, Jesus gonna, is coming. We, we've got him located. Genesis right. to Malachi, right here, we found him. Okay. He's the king. Nazareth, can anything good come from there, Nathaniel asked? We have a naysayer. <laughs> <laughs> come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathaniel approaching, he said of him, here is a true Israelite in whom there is Nothing false. Some uh, translations say there's no deceit. In him, there's no deceit. So it was a good man. He's an honest man. All right. See, that went right over your head. Because <laughs> my point is, how would you know that? Because he had never met him, right? You know, they, they, have, they meet. Well, how would Jesus know that there's no deceit in this person? What would it take for you to know that fact? You'd have to have 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 been with him since he formed was formed in his mother's womb. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. That's why I said we're going to the deep water here. Well, watch <laughs> what happens on this conversation. So when Jesus saw Nathaniel approaching, he asked him, "Here's a true Israelite in whom there's nothing false." Well, he has the natural question. Well, how do you know me? Have we met? I, I don't know you. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus answered. Well, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Now, for the guy reading this, you're like, what the heck are they talking about? You know, it's under a fig tree. Evidently, it was in a place where you knew you'd either be alone or you weren't. Because when he heard that, well, Nathaniel declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. So he must have been out in the ball open field. And he's like, you wasn't, you know, I don't think back then they had the bifocals, you know, from a distance. And They did not. So you must be the king. And Jesus said, well, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. Now, here's the next key little deep water moment. You shall see greater things than that, he then added. I tell you the truth. You shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Now, I want to stop right here and propose something. This phrase that he quotes here about seeing heaven open and the angels and God ascending and descending on the Son of Man, that's only used one other time, and it came from Genesis, I think, 28. Uh, when You remember when Jacob was oh, yeah, Jacob's having the dream, dream? Is that Genesis 28? Because uh, yeah. I want to read it. I want to read that while I'm getting my presentation out here. So here's what I'm asserting as we're turning there. That not only did Jesus see him 
Yeah, that's Genesis 28, 12. He also knew what he was thinking while he was under the fig tree, and Nathaniel was thinking about this story because I want to read it. He's like... Uh, 28 12 he had a dream in which he saw a stairway or a ladder resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven and the angels of god were ascending and descending on it there above it stood the lord and he said i am the lord the god your father and now i'll let you do the research but here's what i'm asserting i think jesus was saying and this principle that i'm coming up with is not just my principle principle when i studied this i read what theologians thought about it and i want to add one other verse at the end of john chapter 2 in verse 24 it says jesus would not entrust himself to them for he knew all men and 25 says he did not need man's testimony about man here's the key phrase for he knew what was in a man that would make him god so when he saw Nathaniel, and Nathaniel popped off, how would you like to have your first impression with Jesus as a you pop off and say, "Well, he ain't the son of God because he's from Nazareth." Yeah, what good could I've come out of that? I've been there. There's nothing that, good coming out of that. That place is the you know it's the Malakoff of Texas. No, I'm not picking on <laughs> Malakoff, but you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We we tend to put cities in a box, and we think. You know, we, we live we close to Balcomville right. here, you know, and, we're, and it's not the richest community in the world, and it doesn't seem to produce the most educated people in the right. world. And I can say that because we're, we're from south of Balcomville, yeah, that's which a, is worse. That's a suburb for Look, us. Look, we're from Luna, and if you're from Luna, that makes you a lunatic. And Ward we, 9, Redneck Central. Yeah. <laughs> so my point is, look, and you do the research, but what I'm telling you is Jesus ran up on him and said, yeah, you, you want to pop off to me? I saw you under that tree, and I knew what you were thinking. But guess what? The dream, that the vision that you were having about that story, I'm that ladder. Hmm. The angels were ascending and descending. This story that you read that happened thousands of years ago, well, I'm the ladder. They was going up and down. That's why he said, you're going to see greater things than that. He said, Oh, I'm in. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knew I'll, what was in a man. Any way you slice it, old Jace has just proven that he's a lot smarter than he looks. <laughs> yeah, well, he's like an Airedale dog. Yeah. You know, he ain't near as dumb as he looks. Yeah, that's so. exactly See, I, right. Somehow or another, I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's but, what somebody told Dad. No, because I, I, because I, I gave a speech one time in Arkansas, <laughs> and one lone individual walked up to the table where I had a few duck calls trying to make a dollar or two. I'd just given him a speech about spiritual things. And the guy walks up to the table and he said, I tell you what I got out of that speech. I said, What's that? He said, You ain't near as dumb as you look. He said, You like one of them Airedale dogs. I said, Well, I appreciate that, brother. <laughs> well, look, I, when I read that and I read that phrase, I thought, Why would Jesus use that phrase? And then it hit me when he said, In whom he started that conversation to get to that. He's like, In whom there's nothing false. Because, and Nathaniel took that to me like, Well, how do you know? Me? How would you know Plus, that? Jace, he was uh, planting the seed that I know what's in your head. To buttress your argument, Jace, uh, it is pretty interesting that they originally said, hey, Nathaniel, we found the one the prophets talked about. That's right. Which is saying 
we we we, we won through who who will give you eternal life, right. resurrection from the. We found him. So Jesus was just saying when Nathaniel said, you know, what 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 good could come out of? He was way out there like no. Nah. But that's well, what I think. That's why he said when you were thinking of that story about the you'll see greater things than that he went back to being under that tree and he was you know that story with jacob's awesome yeah because it's where you know that's where the presence of god was and here's this ladder well jesus is the bridge by the way you know, to, by to our earth count, and heaven by our count when jesus is talking nathaniel referring to the story in genesis 28 we're talking 5,000 years right at it. Yeah. That's when that took place, yeah, Genesis time. 28. Now, but, I know there'll be a lot of people, they'll say, well, how are you getting out of that? You, Because I did that in a thumbnail. But the how I got to it was the studying and looking at that phrase. And where did that phrase come? Because I, I, I thought, what did Jesus mean by that phrase? And then when you put it all together with him convincing Nathaniel he's the son of God and kind of reading in between the lines of where that phrase came from, then you kind of get it. He basically read his mind and, well, and in a place and says, he I've, knew what was in a man. I've always viewed yeah. it differently than that. I agree that he read his mind. I always saw that passage as he was pointing to when he would leave the earth. It doesn't say what they saw, but I know this, they saw him go up into the clouds and I, and I've always just imagined that they got some glimpse. I mean, this is the last time they were going to see Jesus till he came back, that there was something like that going on. That's what I've always thought. That's what he meant at the end of that text. Yeah. I, I never tied it into the, but, but that's a strong, but point. it's the same phrase. The same phrase. When, when you right. go back and look at it and he was trying to figure out what does that mean? And I really believe he was telling him, I am the prophet. They predict I'm the ladder. I'm oh, the bridge. No I, Look, it's he, I'm here. He does this a I'll lot. Tell you what Jace yeah. did with one failed stroke. Beyond all question, Paul to Timothy, First Timothy three, about verse sixteen. Beyond all question, the mystery of godliness is great. By the way, it's mentioned here. The angels. He appeared in a body, was vindicated by the Spirit, the resurrection, was seen by angels was preached among the nations, was believed on in the world, and was taken up in glory. So the whole story is just said, that's the mystery of godliness is great, which uh, well, look, at the beginning me... stages of it, Nathaniel was on the front end of it when it was just taken off. We found him. You said, found who? The one Paul's talking to Timothy about. Right. In a body Perfect. Right. I mean, that goes along with what I'm saying, but I want to read one more thing because it made me think of. of I'm here of, to support your. Of putting your, a nail thinking, in, in the coffin of my argument. Look, after Jacob in 28 16 of Genesis, listen to this phrase because you got to remember, Nathaniel, they had found Jesus. He's, he was the Son of God. He is the Son of God. and But he wasn't aware of it. And so Jesus has this bizarre conversation with him but just listen to the terminology and and see if it seems similar in twenty eight sixteen, when jacob awoke from his sleep after seeing this ladder and the angels descending he thought surely the lord is in this place and i was not aware of it but it's exactly nathaniel He's sitting there talking to him, the son of God. But he wasn't aware of it. And he it. wasn't aware of it. So I think Jesus picked out, because he does know what's in a man, 
he picked out the one time that Nathaniel was thinking about this, then used the same terminology about the angels. You see them on that, pretty, that ladder. Pretty, pretty wild. And then he was like, because that, you know, you kind of got to read between the lines. Why all of a sudden did Nathaniel go from, ain't nothing good coming out of Nazareth until, well, you must be the son of God. I'm going with you. He knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that what he was thinking. Yeah, what he knew, there's no way someone could know that. That's right. That's why I got off the deal. I mean, he could have just passed over a mountain and saw him out there. It was more than that. That's why he started off with that phrase, there's no deceit in this man. He's like, well, how do you know me? He's like, oh, I know you. Let me prove it to you. He's like, oh, you know it. You know me. So this Nazareth thing comes up a lot throughout all the Gospels because, you know, that these teachers of the law, they knew that the Messiah was going to come from Bethlehem, the city of David. That was the promise. Well, he did. What they didn't know is that he went there. He was born there. But yeah. then he grew up in Nazareth. That's where he's from. So it'd be like, you know, you and I were born in Ruston, both of us. Yeah. I, don't even I know heard if you know. it was just the side of the road. Y'all, st- y'all were going through their side of the road. Is that not true? Yeah. No. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's bizarre. no. You were born in the hospital. You were born in Lincoln. Yeah, Georgia. I know, but they pulled over. Uh, they lived in yeah. Ruston. Yeah. And then they moved. We moved to Junction City. That's well, right. then we were coming back through Ruston, and, and oh, that's was, that was the sign. Yeah, we were actually weren't living in Ruston right. when I was born. They Correct. were just passing through. Oh, it's where well, they I didn't lived know before. That. Yeah, yeah, that's what Kay told me, but I didn't know if that was. So anyway, my point is, and we're wrapping, is that. We were Jason and I were born in Ruston, but if you were to ask anybody where are Jason and Al from, they would say West Monroe, because we grew up here. I mean, most of our years were same with Jesus. Nobody knew, so they kept saying, "Well, he can't be the Messiah. He's not even he, he's from Nazareth. He's you know he's not from Bethlehem." They didn't know, but technically, so this he's happened from a lot. heaven. Well, that's right. And look, and if you're preaching this sermon Sunday, you probably need more days to, you know, that we just gave you about. Jesus knows what he's thinking. But what I'm saying is when I taught that class, because I taught that as yeah. a class, I got to the point of Jesus was who he said he was or God was in this place and they didn't know. There's a lot of people that are sitting in church buildings. They're just like, you know, Nathaniel pre-Jesus reading his mind. They're like, nah. You see what I mean? Yep. I mean, God is here and they don't even believe it. They're not even aware of it. So, Jace, anytime you want to get in the deep water, we're we're always grateful. Right, let me know what you think. Thing. If you got a question or a comment, email Al. <laughs> yeah. T- by the way, for the many, many of you that have emailed me since I gave you my email <laughs> last week, I, I'm trying to get around. Just There's a lot of you out there. There's only <laughs> one of me. What do you think, have... Al? I mean, well, I was like, hey, here's my email. Well, Give me because I was only talking about routing people if they want to get baptized through our church but you guys have taken that a step further and look i appreciate you the stories you've been telling me are great just know it's gonna be a while so so be patient we'll see you next time we are so glad you're watching and listening to the unashamed podcast be sure to like us on facebook subscribe on youtube and itunes that's going to keep you up to date with all the new episodes and it's also going to let other people find out about our podcast so keep spreading the word and watching and listening to unashamed with phil robertson